baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 977. You are living precariously on the edge this morning, Tuesday, the 24th day of October 2017. Thank you so much for being, letting us be a very small part, but very important part of your day. Uh, John Tabor, how you doing this morning? I'm good. Uh, any World Series thoughts as we get ready for the series tonight? Uh, pulling for the Astros. Expecting L.A. in seven. L.A. in seven. It's supposed to be the hottest World Series game on record. Yeah, the temperature is out in uh, California. Pretty 100 cold. degrees? And no humidity, though. Those but, people are freaking out, though. Nah, that won't bother Houston. Although, I think... LA's pitching will, but I don't think uh, the heat's going to bother. Hey, Jenny, seriously, that is the most humid place I've ever been in my life. My my three weeks that I lived in Houston, it's worse in Dallas, it's worse in South Louisiana, it's worse in here, it's worse than the Gulf Coast. Well, it's a swamp. It's the worst place I've ever been for humidity. And I lived there in August, so that was a lot of fun. At any rate, uh, speaking of somebody that is a lot of fun, and uh, and my pet is a client today, Dr. David, he has a son. Uh, at the University of Texas, yes, Armonte is his son's name. He's a wide receiver. Got to be Derek Jr. He thinks no, 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 Armonte. Okay. And anyway, Derek Foreman has fired off a hundred plus tweets since Saturday's loss to Oklahoma State by the Longhorns, mm-hmm. the overtime loss. Uh, anytime somebody fires off a hundred plus tweets on a subject, you can bet that they're angry. Nobody sends a hundred happy tweets out there, right? Uh, not 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 us, I can promise you that. Uh, anyway, let's just say he is less than enthralled with $5.5 billion man a year, Tom Herman. Uh-oh. Uh, his son is a receiver on the team. He played some under Charlie Strong. Not playing so much this year. And uh, Derek is not happy with his son's performance. Let me read you a couple of highlights here of the tweets, and we're going to play a game. Helpful or not helpful? All right? Derek Brown, the father of Texas wide receiver. Derek Foreman. Derek Foreman. The father of wide receiver okay. Amante Foreman. Uh, looks like our $5.5 billion coach is overrated. And by the way, he uses caps like nobody's business. Uh, offense is horrible. Moral victories don't count. He's supposed to be an offensive guru. Yes, it is on him as a head coach. People say, and I'm hurting my son with my tweets. Have y'all actually watched the last three games? He don't like my son. He won't play him regardless. Y'all can let Herman sell all y'all this rebuilding stuff. Talent is there on offense and defense. He refused to use all talent in it's showing. Uh, insert uh, my thing. You don't use my son, so you are not very good. You're not utilizing your talent. Uh, Texas fans don't pay my bills or make me money, so I don't care what people think. Okay. All of you are Herman apologists. Don't like me for being honest. Offense is horrible. Defense is legit. And practice means more than winning games. Don't really understand that one. Uh, y'all's golden boy don't know what he's doing. <laughs> all these people tweeting at me like, I don't care. You can clearly see, I don't care what you think of me. I don't even know most of you. Uh, it goes on and on. You get the idea, right? I don't know most of you, but I feel free to text and talk to people in the dark that I don't know. But uh, 
Anyway, by the way, does Derek tell us what he had for supper or maybe where he bought his, his new car or bought the new car for his son? And The or, unfollow me is free, people. My life won't even take a pause. I promise. So apparently, Texas fans, you guys asked me to stop tweeting, but you said things would change. Uh, I stopped for the last two games, and you can see it hasn't. So whatever. I'm tweeting again. My man. Uh, <laughs> My son hasn't played in three games and yet still leads the wide receivers in touchdowns and third-down receptions. And what's been our Achilles heel? Third-down conversions. Uh, okay, guys, we can get more original than LeVar Ball. I mean, I don't care about the insults, but his comparison is getting kind of old. How can people compare this guy to LeVar Ball? Oh, I know. LeVar Ball at least has a kid that can play. <laughs> well, I'm going to make a I'm – I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that Amante Foreman will be playing next year. At Sam Houston State, our Midwest. Go Bearcats. Or possibly, uh, I don't know, maybe Stephen F. Austin. Southeastern Louisiana. Could be. Maybe they take a ton of Division One guys. Yeah, thank you, Amante. So if I'm the coach, Jamie Fox, yes. and you call me up and say, hey, I've got my son who wants to transfer. And you say, why is he transferring? And you tell me, his coach is an idiot. And I say, well, what do you mean? I've tweeted 5,652 times how I hate the coach and he doesn't know what he's doing. But I want him to play for you. And you're saying, hmm, what could go wrong with this equation? No problem Saturday is what you want. Well, if you want to stay up late at night and add to your problems, take on Amante Foreman because dad. And his dad. And his dad because that's uh, as if you weren't worried about enough. Jamie, it's like going back to the girl that's cheated on every boyfriend she's ever had. Yeah. And now she's dating That doesn't you, happen, does it? And you're going, hey, but I'm different, right? I'm different. Folks, I'm going to change. <laughs> you think Tiger's going to change? No. Sure. What is Rod? A guy like Tiger would change. Uh, sure, yeah. Sure, sure he could. Sure, absolutely. Sure he could. <laughs> well, I mean, so Avante Foreman, I don't know. Maybe we just run the two that find this humor. Derek, did your wife take all that? It was actually pretty yes, good. Yes, it was pretty good. Right. Hey. Right says, uh, so it's like having a dog that kills chickens. Yes. And you stick the dog down and say, okay, you can't kill chickens anymore. The dog goes, okay. And he goes, that kills me. I can kill that chicken. Yeah, can I kill that chicken? No. <laughs> no. no, you can't kill chickens. And it goes, chicken. uh, they say, don't unlearn that behavior. What if I got a chicken in the hotel? Yeah, what if the chicken is, you, can I kill that chicken? Did he? Yeah, that's the same guy. That, does he also know that you 
ran my credit card into the ground. Right. I mean, that's a, yeah. Okay, so let's, let's look on bad behavior. Yeah. And here, I'm going to throw this out to you guys. And I'm just speaking personally now. Is this the old guy? I don't know. You can say that. You can not say it. I don't care. But are people tired of the justification for bad behavior? Marshawn Lynch is another one. He comes on the field, what, two weeks ago right. in a game, bumps the official, grabs the official, and now that they're supposed to legislate on that, I think today the NFL is supposed to make a ruling on it. We're bumping into officials. We're grabbing officials. He's not the only one. Uh, we had the uh, Bowen from Seattle uh, pushed his uh, uh, receiver wide receiver's coach. coach. And everybody keeps making justifications and excuses for the behavior. At some point, you say, you know what, how about the guy that ran on the field and acted like an idiot has to be held accountable for his behavior? And I don't care what color you are. I don't care what country you came from. I don't care what sport you're – none of that matters to me. You've got to be accountable for your behavior. And the coaches and the owners and the managers or whoever that don't hold these people accountable, and these people, I'm talking about sports people, it's part of the problem. And we just make excuses for them. You know, what's it? we had it last night, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Fitch or whatever his name was, uh, bumps into Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks is the coach of the Wizards. About a minute to go in a game, it's a two-point game. The Djokovic guy is walking off during a timeout. Scott Brooks is walking out on the, on the floor. Now, Scott Brooks is about my size. He's about 6'6", six, 1". Six, By NBA standards, he's a midget. He's like your size. Uh, Djokovic is 7 foot tall. Big old dude. He sees it. He walks directly in and runs into Brooks. John Wall afterwards like, look, that's unacceptable. Uh, Djokovic in a two-point game, J.B. Fox. Technical foul, and he gets taught. Oh, by the way, the Wizards win the game over Denver. And so can you say he was directly responsible in that game because he couldn't control his behavior? Yes. And yet we're going to have apologists make excuses for him. I just, I'm, tired. I'm out of the excuse-making business. Well, and, you know, again, I think the ratings reflect this. I think people are starting to, to say enough is enough. Um, you know, again, we're go, we look to sports, movies, entertainment, for a release, for an escape from mortgage payments, from the, the worries of our day, and they turn around making millions of dollars and saying that they're being treated unfairly. Uh, my son is not getting to play enough. Uh, my daughter is not getting to see the, you know, not being able to shoot the basket. I mean, folks, that's life. No, it's not, Jay. Fair is, fair is something. No, fair is something you go to and uh, it comes to town twice a year. Yeah, and, no, you no. Know, yeah, you buy popcorn and stuff like that. That's what a fair is. You know, that's that's not not life. And these people that are able to dictate it's entitlement, terms, Jamie, that are able to dictate the terms to their employers. Um, you know, that's just not the way it works. What Martavis Bennett from the Steelers? Martavis Bennett from the Steelers comes up and says, "Look, uh, if you guys are not going to use me more, then you are going to have to." Uh, trade me. Trade me. Yeah. Be you know what? To. Dude, you are employed by a team. You have a business that you're responsible to. You will do what the owners of that business, the people that run that business, tell you you will do. Everybody well, wants to play it out on social media again. 
if I'm looking for, for the bit, and if he's good enough, people are going to take him. And he's obviously very talented to be in the NFL. Well, he was so talented, he got suspended last year for substance abuse. But oh, 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 wait. So you can't count on him is what you're telling me? Uh, well, this is, this, is, this is how Markavius is showing his gratitude to be back. Uh, this, is, this is quotes from him. He told the, uh, that he wants out of Pittsburgh if his role on offense doesn't change, citing a need to support his family. Uh, Monday he calls in sick, fails to show up for a uh, scheduled mandatory team meeting. Cut him! I Get rid of him now, today! But as they say on the commercial period, but wait, there's more. I just want to be happy. I want life for it to, I want it to be here, but if not, then oh well, just move on. Uh, his agent says that he wants out point blank. Now, part of his grief or his, uh, his, uh, grievance is there's a rookie wide receiver from USC, I think by the name of Juju Schuster, who is getting a lot of uh, playing time. Is actually ahead on the depth chart. Who probably doesn't have a substance abuse problem, and they could count on him perhaps. He says Juju apparently is nowhere near better than me, fool. He's talking to somebody on Instagram here. All they need, this this sums it up right here. All they need is to give me what I want, and y'all can have Juju Schuster and whoever else. This is a dude, this Einstein missed last season due to substance abuse, the whole 2016 season. You mean they were counting on him and he wasn't there? He gets another chance. He's 25 years old. What? You know what, Markavius? I think you should quit football and go to work for IBM or Google because I think this kind of attitude is what they want in corporate America. Good luck. If you can't catch a football, brother, God love you because you're going to be – up the proverbial doo-doo creek without a paddle because you can't dictate terms to your employer like this. Granted, you may have an incentive-laden contract. That's no excuse for your behavior. And, I mean, you just, okay, yeah, you'll be a free agent at the end of the year. I don't think the Steelers are going to put up a big fight to get you, keep you at least, but take that cancer into the locker room, you know, and just, it's it, I got to have my touches. Joe Mixon. Last time we saw okay, him, we'll, we'll go back another to, one. We'll go back to Mick. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, uh, The Edge. This segment brought to you by our friends at Jimmy Cooley, reminding you of sport an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Bad Behavior Tuesday continues when we return. By the way, death threats to an SEC coach and his family. Yeah, got to like that. When we return, folks, back in a minute. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge, a segment brought to you by our friends at Power Gourmet Pizza, Jamie Fox, by demand, on demand. You demand it, you give them the money, they give you a pizza. $7.99 lunch. All they special. ask is that you pay them. You've got to pay them. Got to pay him. Seven ninety nine. Hey, if you you go eat on lunch on seven ninety nine, I'll take that. Drink. I'll take that right now. Me. Let me sign up. For uh, that. I'm going to Powers Tower Drive Monroe. Tell them you heard it on the Edge. Couple things out there. Um, and you're welcome to text us as well. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Washington Valley Federal Credit Union. Uh, Richie says, Hey, Lynch got a one game suspension for shoving the ref. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam says, Hey, they could do. Uh, 
what Tampa did to Keyshawn, send him home without pay for disrupting the team and failing to perform his contract demands. Marcus has the best text of the day so far. If he's unhappy, how about this? Work harder. Be a good teammate. Shut your mouth. I'm not a fortune teller, but it doesn't take Miss Cleo to see this guy washing <laughs> windows in 10 years. Miss Cleo. Uh, I like that reference. Uh, Sam says, cited drug suspension last year and all of his public statements this year and failing to be at mandatory team meetings. Send his butt home. That's what America is saying, Mark Avis. If you're wondering, the, the ticket-buying public, I believe, probably has more sentiment in that direction because you're asking them to fork over their hard-earned. You know, here's a, ask the guy that's uh, busting his tail roofing. You know, or, or the guy that's driving the salesman, driving around right now, yeah. listening to us. Yeah, that has to provide for his family. It's not glamorous. Nope. I mean, you know, it's not. It's not being in a stadium with a hundred thousand people or whatever it is. A league minimum is a million dollars a year, whatever it is, half a million. It's a lot more than probably a salesman or a roofer or a coach, plumber or, or a plumber makes. I don't know. Plumbers make pretty good money. They do, and they, but they work hard. But they work hard, and then you're trying to get people to feel sorry for you because you're not getting yours. Yeah. You know what happened to to the and, and again, you want to call me old? That's fine. I'll 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 dig that. But you know what? Old worked. Old has been pretty dang successful for a long time. Old has worked. Um, the experience has worked, and the team concept is sort of being thrown out the window. Because now it's me, 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 me. What can I do? Uh, it's like the commercial. I, I don't know who did the commercial. It might have been Gatorade. Somebody did a spoof commercial, and they're interviewing a wide receiver, and he's talk- it was a spoof, but he's talking after the game, well, hey, you know, uh, I can only do so much. And the guy goes, well, you know, you fumble seven times. Do you bear any responsibility for the loss? And the guy goes, hey, if my teammates had recovered a couple of those fumbles, we'd have won the game anyway. And so bear no responsibility. It's not you – it's everyone else. How many times are we going to go through it here? I mean, Pac-Man Jones is a walking indictment of what's wrong with a lot of sports. You see some of the basketball things going on. Uh, they had a kid dunk last night uh, at the end of the Warriors game. It was a, it was a uh, rookie kid. The underwritten rule in professional basketball and college basketball is if you have a lead and the shot clock is winding and it's a big lead, like sizable, you don't shoot the ball, you don't dunk it, you don't show up, people. Is it written in the rule book? No, but it's an underwritten rule that every single human being that plays basketball on the planet understands. All right? You get it. That's, you understand that. Well, this kid goes in and dunks the basketball. I forgot it, it's some nondescript rookie. Dunks the basketball, and uh, Rick Carlisle, and I'm a Mavericks guy, and the Mavericks are not very good. Rick Carlisle, uh, immediately after the game, is walking to shake hands, and uh, Steve Kerr realizes what's happened. So Steve Kerr goes over there and tries to tell Rick Carlisle, hey, man, my bad, sorry about that. Rick Carlisle wants nothing to do with it. And just walk. And Steve Kerr knows they're wrong. Well, the players mentioned that. Draymond Green's mother, who has a Twitter account, and, hey, God bless your mom. Oh, he's got to get his. I exactly, I love that. Is that really where we're at? Apparently so. But those of us who, uh, those out there who will throw shade at, oh, the heck with old people, the heck with experience. Let me just ask you a simple question. If you're in an airplane and your plane loses an engine, do you want the guy... How old the 19-year-old? Do you want the 20-something-year-old just out of aviation school, or do you want Tom Sullenberger? Sully. 
I don't know if his first name is. Uh, I know it's Sullenberger, the guy that landed, the old guy that landed the plane in the Hudson, and saved hundreds of lives. Do you want Sullenberger flying your plane, the old guy with experience, or do you want the new young buck? That's all I'm saying. Just, just, just marinate on that for a little while. If you have to have cancer about surgery, who do you want? Yeah. If you've got a, a heart issue, did you want Dr. DeBakey working on your heart? Or did you want the new whiz kid just out of medical school? Nothing against them. They've worked hard, too. I'm not just saying, you know. But give me experience. Give me somebody who has, you know, as Bear Bryant said, been there. Been there and done act like you've been in the end zone. Dude, and, you know, think people, what bothers me, Terry, is just, and, you know, people say, well, you guys are, the lack of class now is just mind-boggling. It's just, you know, dunk, as you said, oh, it needs to get hit. What? No, all you need to do is treat people the way you, what, what, I mean, let's just use the Bible as it again. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Now it's, I got to get mine. I got to get my touches. You're disrespecting me. You're not paying me enough money. You're not, I want, I'm going to hold out of my contract. Three million is not enough. Well, here's a guy, Dwayne Brown of the Houston Texans. Just now, Dwayne decides to show up for work. Now, keep in mind, Dwayne's making $9.4 million this year, and is scheduled to make $9.75 million, but he's being disrespected because Houston's not willing to renegotiate his contract. Wait, so let me get this straight. So you sign a contract. There is no dispute. Wait, wait. The general manager says there's no dispute. He's under contract. So you sign a contract. Right. And you're obligated to the terms of that contract. Correct. And you're mad because you can't get another contract, although you decide. Isn't your word worth anything? I well, not, don't a, not apparently this guy. He just found out. If apparently, he got downwind and maybe, dude, you you, uh, you sold your services for too little. You're an all-pro. And apparently, he's a pretty good, good offensive lineman, but. I would find a way to suck it up and work for 9.4 and 9.75 million for the next two years. Now I may have to I may have to rat hole every penny with that kind of money, but you know, Dwayne, I think you could you could uh, maybe owe it to your teammates and more importantly the fans of Houston who pay you salary, make it possible. Look at the difference in Dwayne Brown's attitude versus JJ Watts. Just throw it out there and marinate on that for a while. Look at J.J. Watt raising money for me. Dwayne Brown saying, I ain't getting paid enough. People, you wonder why in the NFL, if you're NFL retired or active, if you're listening right now, get your act together. Get your act together, people. You are absolutely idiots, and you deserve nothing more. I hope, you know what, and people have had enough. I've had enough. You've had enough. Most people have. I want the NFL to be successful. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Well, that's the way it's getting. Because, you know what? If you don't want it, nobody, nobody's putting a gun to your head to play this game. Nobody's putting a gun to your head to live in this country. There are people that get, that get a gun put to their head. They're in the military. Or they're on the front lines as police officers yes. and first responders. Yes. Those guys actually put their lives on the line. Uh, so that we can have those those freedoms to enjoy, Jimmy. We all and have, by the way, they make about uh, maybe if they're lucky, thirty grand a year. In some cases, we have um, 
recreational pursuits in America. It's, it's great. It's everything from NASCAR to the NBA. Some people go camping, some hunt, some fish, some bowl, uh, some play video games. By the way, I, I discovered there is a video game teams in high school now. There's electronic sports teams in high school. God help us. Uh, I did learn that recently. Uh, nonetheless, I don't begrudge anybody's pursuit of recreational activities. The, the term recreational, recreate, I have to enjoy what I'm doing. Right. So when I go either participate, and we're old now, so we can't participate in that many games. It's not like you go play, pick up football in the front yard, but I'll go play golf on occasion. I'll go fish on occasion. I enjoy attending events. You know, I love high school football. I'm coaching high school basketball again. Um, again, I hadn't done that a long time. I've been in college. Anyway, uh, but you enjoy those times. Everybody's got 24 hours in their day. And when it gets to the point where you're like, you know, it's like uh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Kicks another guy in the face the other day. Gee, what is this, the 8,000th time of bad behavior with this guy? And you wonder why the Cincinnati Bengals are such a dumpster fire. As they have been for a while. You, you, you know, you feel good for Andrew Whitworth who got traded? He's out of there? Oh, I know. He went free agent. But, he well, free uh, yeah, he, I'm sorry, but he, he's out. out. He chose to get out. But, yeah. but he chose to get out. But you look at the, the organization, yeah. and you look who you're employing. You know, was it two years ago in the playoffs against the Steelers? Did Burfick and Pac-Man Jones imploded in a game they had won in the playoffs? And they can't contain themselves emotionally and cost their entire organization. You know, the guys that work hard at it every single day, the guys that stay out of trouble, the guys that are punching that clock, they cost their organization a playoff win because they could not control their behavior. And yet, here we go again. It's over and over and over. I'll tell you this. And then you got Joe Mixon to add to the trifecta. We're going to come back to Joe Mixon in a minute. You're listening to the Edge Sports Talk 97.7. Bad behavior Tuesday. We still got to get into the SEC's coach getting death threats. And no, it's not Orgeron. Well, not till he loses to Alabama. At any rate, you are listening to the Edge Sports Talk 97.7. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us old guys. We got to get some coffee and some prune juice. We will be back after these matches. This is a segment sponsored by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby's there for you. 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. Living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. I had a brain freeze. I, I saw you. I saw you. Uh, I thought, oh, my gosh, he's stuck in the mud here. It's Sports Talk. Sports 97. Talk 97.7, which we're very proud to be an affiliate with. And actually, we're Fox Sports Radio. Affiliate? No, not Jamie or Sean, like the real Foxes. No, the ones with money. The ones with money. Yeah, yeah. That's the Fox <laughs> Network. And, and so we are, we are, we are on edge live here. This segment brought to you by friends at Spa Nivelle. Pamper the special people in Europe. Get them a gift certificate for Spa Nivelle. Eight three one eight eight zero seven ten sixty. Spa Nivelle, Lammy Lane, and Monroe. Well, we have uh, an upset individual, Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, 
better known for being a pretty good running back at the University of Oklahoma prior to his arrival at Oklahoma. Mean right hook. He, uh, he KO'd a co-ed in an Arlington, Texas bar, uh, which earned him a suspension for the year. But after that, with the exception of a few incidents on campus, it's nothing major. Uh, tearing up a ticket in front of a police officer and throwing it at it. You know, stuff that we've all done, right? Uh, he is drafted to the Cincinnati Bengals, who, let me give you the lineup for the Bengals, right? So you got Pac-Man Jones, uh, Montez Perfect. So Joe Mixon fits right in there. Uh, after they lost the other day, they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Joe Mixon, who, by the way, Pac-Man early on said he's going to mentor Joe Mixon. And so you got to like that if you're a Bengals fan. I'll take you ch- I, I don't know if I'd take my chances with Charles Manson, but, you know, that's a – okay, I digress. Uh, anyway, that was, that was ugly. Joe Mixon does what everybody – what every young kid does now. He vents on social media, and he's uh, upset because he didn't get the ball that much last week. And he said, it's frustrating. I feel like I'm seeing Le'Veon Bell carry the ball 35 times, and I got seven in the first half. Then I don't touch the ball again. Uh, I feel like I can do so much more. So he's comparing himself to Le'Veon Bell, who, who has had himself had a few issues here and there, but a journeyman NFL established player, and you are a rookie, and you get on social media and blast your coaches. Uh, you know, who's it? Mar- Marvin Lewis is the coach at Cincinnati. That guy has to be taken like Prozac 10 times a day. You know, coach lot of- that bunch of idiots. Marvin Lewis has gotten a lot of over the last few years because the Bengals have not been able to advance. If they get to the playoffs, they haven't been able to advance very far most of the time. And to me, he's been coach of the year many times because for no other reason than he's tried to keep Vontez Perfect and Pac-Man Jones out of trouble on the field and off the field. Uh, Why don't we get Richie Incognito? Uh, you need Richie Incognito, Greg Hardy, Marshawn Lynch, uh, Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. Yeah, let's let's go the whole. Let's just go the All Star team. Let, let's right go here. the All Star. You know, Incognito is your offensive lineman. I think we're good there. Uh, and let's just get every malcontent. You know, there was a team that did malcontents back in the day, and they were extremely successful. The one Al Davis led Oakland Raiders, Kenny Stabler, Tatum, uh, all that group. Uh, John Madden coached the team. These kids, these cats were castoffs of the NFL. Bad dudes, not good people, but you know the one thing they had in common, Jamie Foxx? They didn't complain, and they showed up and played the game. You never heard you never heard one of those guys talk about, well, I didn't get my carries. They didn't target me enough. You know what? They fought for each other, and that was the secret to their success. And now you got a bunch of individuals yep. uh, out there, and you wonder why the character still counts, my friend. Character of organizations still counts. Characters of... It's sports or business or whatever, that core values, they do count. I know it's getting less and less uh, popular to have that, but it absolutely does. And Well, you see where it costs Cincinnati a playoff game. Yeah. Play perfect and, and Pac-Man Jones literally cost that team a playoff game, and I want to say it was going to go there. It was the second round of the playoffs, maybe the third. I mean, it was against it was, Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was pretty substantial what happened in uh, it, there's no question that it cost Cincinnati and probably, you know, a couple of years extension on Marvin Lewis's contract. But again, this is the guy that. I mean, how do you, how do you fix this? I mean, I've seen some things on Pat Man Jones that I think, why is this man even even walking the earth out of jail? He's just incorrigible. 
you know, and I don't like that, but then the Empire said, well, what, you know, then I'm thinking, well, at least he's got, you know, and just blowing money, and you think, what's he going to do in his career? And it's very close to coming to an end. The man's 34, 35 years old, 33 at least. I mean, what, this is what I worry. What's going to happen when these guys no longer have football, like an NFL salary, the 9.4 millions? And granted, I think the minimum, Terry, is like 560 or something. Practice squad, Richie tells me, practice squad for the NFL, $7,200 a week during the regular season. That's 122 grand a year. That's if you're on the 12-man, 10-man taxi squad slash practice squad. Uh, how much a year? 122 grand a year. I'll take it. I, I can do okay with that. I could live off 122. Uh, Marv Lewis, Shane says he's never won a playoff game as a Bengals coach. It makes you wonder. I don't know who the GM is there, but you can get you look. You can get talented players and you can win some games. You you can. At the end of the day, though, when everything is on the line, Jamie Fox, you look at the character of organizations, the leadership, and that's what is more about than anything else is that character. You've got to have talent. Absolutely talent comparable to who you're playing against. But the, the intangibles that we've talked about, which is what sport has taught. Mm-hmm. Okay, sport has taught you sacrifice. It's taught you the team is bigger than the individual. All those things that we're sort of going away from that now, it's almost like excellence is frowned upon in so many ways. Uh, it, it's such an – you know, if you want to be an individual, go play tennis or golf. And, and you can be a great individual. Be a checkers player. Play a video game sport. You know, football is – to me, and I'm a basketball guy saying this, football to me is the greatest team sport there is. Mm-hmm. you got 11 guys that, that have to be out there at one time. They have to work uh, in the same – In cohesion. Uh, yeah. Cohesion, that's a good word for you. I, I'm limited with that. But, yeah. and Well, basketball, too, to certain extent. No, basketball, absolutely. But yeah. basketball is more of an individual playing off of each other. But, but to, to the point, they all – Everybody has a role, right. and if you don't do your role, it hurts the team. So when you get a flag for excessive celebration, and you know what the rules are, I'm not telling you you got to like the rules or don't like the rules. You know what they are. You hurt your team. When you have a ladle hit on somebody because you lose your composure, when you kick somebody in the face because you've lost your composure because somebody blocked you, or you cheap shot somebody on the way to the basket, uh, that's on you because you're penalizing your team. And, again, maybe the team concept is not as big as what it used to be. I would probably argue that. But do you notice why the same people win all the time? In any sport, Jamie, at, at any level, anywhere. You take high school, you take junior high, college, professional, typically the same 20% of the people that consistently win yeah. do it all the time. There's something to be said for that. And everybody else whines and complains and makes excuses. Well, Bottom line. That's, that's why the – you know, you can talk. You can call it the process. You can talk. Call it culture. It's uh, you know, you know the where it's consistent. There's generally success, and a lot of times it's hard to, you know, it's hard to achieve because you know players come and go, both in pros and in college, and it's hard to establish a, a team chemistry every year when there's turnover in personnel. But there's it's it's being done. We've we've cited the ones obviously. Uh, here locally at the high school ranks, but also at the uh, you know at the college and the pro ranks, it's a it's a type of you know for for years. I mean, you think about it at the pro ranks, the Packers, the Cowboys, 
um, you know, to some extent, um, I would say Pittsburgh. Uh, areas that have uh, programs, and I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting some, that, you know, generally you're going to think if they're not successful this year, eventually they will be again because they've established a certain amount of a standard of excellence. Let's call it that. There is a certain standard of excellence that's expected, demanded, and that's part of the problem right now is you're getting um, a group of players now who I've got to have my touches. I've got to have – I'm not being utilized. My skills are not being ta- – you know, not being used. Uh, I will take my talents elsewhere. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Go. You're a little tombstone. Well, yeah. bye. Yeah, I mean, who's to say – I mean, you saw that with with Kyrie Irving and and uh, uh, I was just LeBron. to see Kyrie Kyrie Irving and what he did the other night no, to a fan. Tell him what he did to the fan the other. Well, night. it was uh, you know as you know Kyrie Irving you know pretty much demanded a trade out of Cleveland because he was he wanted to be the man, or he was not willing to share the limelight with LeBron James. He wanted to be the face of a franchise. Well, the face of the franchise was, and I'll clean this up, but. He was uh, uh, leaving the floor after, uh, I think, a Celtics loss. And one of the fans, as fans will do, wasn't didn't use profanity, just said, hey, Kyrie, where's LeBron? Kyrie shot back something to the fan that basically told him to go, you know, something else. The same thing the Tennessee guy did to the Alabama fan when they were down 28-7. Yeah. And Tennessee scored the first touchdown since uh, early June. It wasn't that. It was – you know, in some cases, these worship children have been there. But basically, now, you know, after I thought about that and, and saw it, I kept watching. Oh, I said, I can't. And then the guy, I think, that he said it to, said, I can't believe he said that to me. And it wasn't profanity. It was something else. But you can, you know, use your imagination. And I thought to myself, now, that guy paid X number of dollars. And granted, maybe he shouldn't have said it. And fans act like idiots sometimes. And fans do. But you're a professional. And you ought to be big enough, you know, there's no telling just by walking on the floor how many thousands of dollars you're making. And you can't hold your your tongue in, you know, and basically what he did is he just gave this fan more credence. And I'm thinking, no wonder people are quitting going to professional games because I'm not going to, I don't, you know, what's what's in it for me? And fans are just as big of idiots as, as uh, some of the players. Are, oh, they uh, are. There's no question. We're going to get into that. Like, we got a, uh, a football coach in the SEC family is getting death threats uh, because you have uh, fanatics out there that have zero life. At any rate, you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waller, Jamie Foxx. This segment brought to you by our friend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. We will be back. And tell you who's getting death threats in the SEC. Not us. Not us yet. 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 (laughs) Feel free to give us death threats. Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Hey, welcome back in the Edge Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Uh, we're like the Saturday Night Live guy, grumpy old guy, the Adam Sandler character. That Maybe so. 20 miles to the snow. You know, he walked 20 miles to school in the snow uphill both ways because that's the way we liked it. Yeah, well, that's we were tough. tough. <laughs> uh, you know, tough experience, I don't know, but we point out the obvious. Uh, here's one for you. Jim McElwain, 
And, look, I know that LSU fan and people here are no big fans of Jim McElwain. I get that. I'm going to be honest with you, Jamie Foxx. I'm not a big fan either. I don't know the man. No, not a big fan of Jim McElwain. Uh, but, but it is what it is. Uh, he revealed Monday that his family and his players are getting death threats amid Florida's 3-3 three and three start. Here's his quote. There's a lot of hate in this world and a lot of anger. Mm-hmm. And yet it's freedom to show it. The hard part is obviously when you're getting threats against your own players and death threats to your families, that ill will is brought upon us out there. Uh, McElwain would not go into detail because you don't do that because you handle it with law enforcement. But McElwain also, and I think he's accurate, he goes, look, this is a testament of what's going on like nationally. It is. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of angry people in this business. We're the only ones that you take shots at. The way, that's the way it is. McElwain is absolutely right. As a college coach, as a professional coach, you are going to get, or, or a player for that matter, you're going to get shots taken at you. Kyrie Irving, great example. You're going to have fans that yell obscenities. You're going to have fans that yell racial epithets. You're going to have fans that do things like question whether your parents were born before or whether you were born before your parents were married. They're going to take everything they can and throw it at you. Right. You have to rise above that if you're a professional, hence the term professional. And so Michael Wayne goes, look, in the business, you just take the shots. That's the way it is. Um, but I'm sure, again, this is your family you're talking about. This is his players who are his extended family. What if you have a nut, Jamie? Um, I mean, God knows yeah. there's enough nuts out there. Right. And now they're mad, and this just fuels the fire. And all of a sudden, they, God forbid, something bad happens. Because you know at some point it's going to happen, Jamie Foxx. At some point, some nut is going to do something to either coaches, players, teams. Say it's going to happen. And does this hate that's just constantly permeated by the national media, constantly trying to divide us, it, it, it's going to it's going to boil over at some point. Yeah, and you want to put the blame on one or two people, and, and you can't. Uh, this is a, a societal issue, and Jim McElwain's not trying to lose games at Florida. Uh, Run the touchdown play, McElwain. Yeah, I mean, just as a guy that, you know, he's got nine starters or, or at least uh, two deep that basically haven't seen the field all year. Uh, he's had his quarterback out for the year, starter Del Rio. Um, and he's had two, by the way, he's just only happened to win two SEC East titles uh, the last two years. And all of a sudden, people want to kill him fire him and all he's trying to do listen you can be mad because these guys make so much money you can be upset do the same people jamie fox get mad that tom cruise makes 20 million dollars for a movie there you go right there you, you get mad that miley cyrus or beyonce makes what i don't begrudge anybody what they make you 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 know if somebody's willing to pay for it then i've got no problem i'm a free market capitalist the market drives this yes if you can demand it and you can get it, that's what this is all. That's what capital, you know, that's what a capital society does. I mean, um, it, it, you can have a capitalist society has the opportunity for people to make a lot of money. There's, there's an economic point. I don't hate the rich. I don't pity the poor. That's the way I look. Do I want to help the poor? Yes, I hate absolutely. Everybody, I hate everybody equally. Well, you do. But Jim McElwain, <laughs> maybe you wrote that to Jim McElwain. I don't know, but. But I don't think it's fair, Terry, to, 
to go after these coaches of these players who are simply trying to provide, you know, you don't see these guys doing a lot of extra, you know, they granted that some of these kids get in trouble in the off season and stuff like that. But overall, you know, these kids are, are basically their pay is to try to, they go to school, get an education and try to go out. The majority of them have to go out after that four or five years is up and go out and try to have to be, try to be a productive. You mean like the rest of us? Like the rest of us. They just happen to do this on a Saturdays during the fall. And, uh, you can't. I mean, I love. I'm. I really. I'm like just like most of you listening. And, and Terry's the same. We love college football, but when it's over that day, I don't. You know, I get disappointed, a little depressed, but I can't base my happiness upon the performance of a 17, 18 year kid who is doing the best he can, and they're going to make mistakes. ULM, for example, this year. I mean, they they lost this last game. They were going in for a touchdown to tie it up. Fumble the ball on the goal line. The guy returns it back. The rest is history. Fire everybody. Fire. Traders, fire managers, everybody. Equipment guys, fire everybody. Start over. Blow it up. That, that's what we do these days. That's what we do. I mean, I, I've happened to watch a little bit of the uh, Ole Miss uh, LSU game, and we're all beating our chest. Ole Miss guy dropped a touchdown pass. Yeah. Late. Uh, it was. It, but LSU beat him. Fair enough. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not. Don't. Your, your existence is not depend on the performance of a kid in college or high school for that matter around here it's high school. yes it does. yes it, yeah it does. no i mean if you're if you're looking for uh validation from the performance of a kid in high school whether it be band you know whatever and that's it, like you know let your kid be a kid you got people who are still mad at the west monroe washita game in 1968 i know <laughs> that reverie made that bad call or we'd have won that game and i was in the nfl well Lots of luck with that. Um, it's just a situation now where it's gone from the sublime to the ridiculous. I love, here's what McElwain, this is the other thing he said. And, and again, I'm not a huge, I'm not anti-McElwain. I, you know, the, some of these guys I admire more than others. I love this thing. McElwain said, look, there are no excuses. You take advantage of every opportunity you're given. We expect to win, and we'll continue uh, that moving forward. I like these guys. They come to work every single day. And he said, credit in this business is internal, never external. There's a lot of wisdom in that statement, Jamie Foxx. It's internal, never external. Translation, I could care less what the media and the fanboys who have no idea what we go through say. They're going to say what they say. There's nothing we can do about it. And if you read too much uh, of the newspapers and listen too much to the crowd, chances are you're going to be sitting with them sooner rather than later. Terry, when a kid signs a when a kid signs with a college, and whether he signs with Jim McElwain, Ed Orgeron, or whomever, uh, the hope is, the thought is, that that kid's going to finish his career. He's going to be successful on the field and off the field. He'll get his degree. Whether he goes on to play professional football, the hope he does has that opportunity. But if not, he has something valuable to take with him, you know, into society and into the workplace and, you know, hopefully be a productive citizen, pay his taxes, raise good children himself. That's you you've heard all these cliches before. And that's worth that's worth taking out the guy that wants and sometimes they take chances on kids who necessarily don't deserve the opportunity because they're trying to make a difference. That's all I'm saying. Good stuff today, man. It's been a fun day. It's been, uh, 
we call it before? Bad Behavior Tuesday? Bad Behavior Tuesday. We uh, apparently, uh, uh, I don't know, hopefully most, I think most say amen. But yeah, We're we bad behavior ourselves. At any rate, we're sponsored by our title sponsor, Dr. Dave Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165, North, in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Thanks to our others, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by, pizza by Design. Uh, we have Spa Avail. We have Vantage. And we have G.B. Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Make sure that you stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox, uh, the much younger version here, uh, and the sports company at Three Bells. For John Tabor and Jamie Fox, I'm Terry Walter. If you guys have a great day, aloha. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday. Missed it? No problem. You can catch the podcast on iTunes and in the Google Play Store. We live it.